Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome back. Welcome to 2023. This is Dean Hawk. I'm so glad to have you joining us on our leadership podcast. Hopefully you have had a wonderful Christmas break and time with your family. Your new year is off and running. We release a new podcast on the 15th of every month, and I hope that you will uh, make it a part of your 2023 leadership growth pastoral uh, progress and growth plan. Um, today, we are going to dive into some new content, and we're going to talk about what the heck do I preach? Now, hopefully, you have already got your January series up and rolling and going, but if you're like me, as you look at a brand new year, you try and map out the year, and I know some of you, you have 23 mapped and you have 24 mapped, and yes, I'm jealous. But for the rest of us, I want to share just some practical things that I do to help and assist me in planning what do I preach? What do I teach? How do I navigate these waters? So let's just dive in. Let me give you some things. The first thing that is is probably monumental is you must establish the anchor foundations of faith um, and discipleship that you want your members to know and to live. What are the core values of our faith that you want to make sure they know and they understand? And so for me, that means I'm going to teach these topics on a regular basis, anywhere from once every 12 to 18, maybe 24 months at the most. But it's going to be cycled in with the other ideas that I have for sermon series. And so when I don't know what to preach or teach on, I go back to this list and I say, when is the last time I taught on subject A? When's the last time I taught on subject B? And and then I say, you know what? It's been about 14, 15 months. I'm going to rebrand it, retitle it, might teach the same subject, not going to teach the same sermon. I, I always have to rewrite and, and, and take new directions and new illustrations, but I'm going to hit those subjects. So I'm going to share some of the, the biggies to me and why. Number one on my list is to teach my people the love walk, because this impacts every area of their life. And Jesus said, it sums up every law that is out there, and that's the law of love, the love others as I have loved you. And it's the central theme of God's message. So I am going to not just teach on this once every 12 to 18 months, but I'm going to interweave this into every sermon that I preach. Secondly is the subject of faith. The Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And it's it's by faith that we connect with God, we receive from Him. It's by faith that we have our salvation. And so faith is going to be one of those foundational principles. The third one that's on my list is being Spirit-led, to hear and know the voice of God. I want to teach people how to do this. I want to share something very unique that I did uh, at the on uh, January 1st. We had one service, 
And uh, I encourage you to go back and watch it. I'm going to make it a part of our annual uh, first service of January uh, theme and teaching. I taught for about uh, 15 15, 16 minutes on just some anchor scriptures on hearing and knowing God's voice. And then we spent the next 20 minutes and I basically navigated, coached them through a hearing and listening uh, journey of them asking questions, journaling and writing down what they heard. And we got more feedback on that one service than uh, probably any other service we had done the previous 12 months. People really lit up. They heard God speak. It was such a unique opportunity. It'll be on our website. You can go back and check it out. It's called Divine Direction, and uh, you can just go to rockfamilychurch.com, and you can see that service there. We have not released that on our deanhawk.com just because it's a single sermon. But the fourth subject that I'm going to have in that rotation of of foundational topics is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. One year I taught it, and there was a series called, series called Charged. Another 18 months later, I taught it. it was a series called The Supernatural. And just teaching them on what it means to walk in the supernatural power of God. Uh, number five, I'm going to, the rest of these aren't uh, any particular order, but it's kind of my top 10 is going to be on generosity and giving. Of course, I'm going to work this throughout the theme and it's going to be a part of what I'm saying, but I want to teach people the, the, the financial stewardship that is established by God's word and how to function in this world based upon a heavenly standard. Then I'm going to hit on prayer. That's going to be in our cycle and teaching people how to pray, to intercede for on behalf of others. I want them to know about the grace of God. I want them to know that it's by grace and not by their works. I want them to grow in their marriages, and marriage is a is a key thing that I'm, I'm hitting on a regular basis. Number nine is the discipleship, spiritual growth, growing up as a believer. What are those steps? How do we do that? That's going to be in my regular rotation. And then for me, number 10 is the, the healing promises and understanding God's God's protection, God's uh, promises of healing and restoration for us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and of course, physically. So that becomes the platform of when I'm mapping out a year of when is the last time I taught on one of these subjects, and I'm going to interject it into my 2023 plan. Secondly, what has the Holy Spirit been leading or challenging you to teach on? As you've prayed, as you've listened, um, uh, be keenly aware to the Spirit of God and what is He saying to you. Number three, what areas of growth has God been teaching you on? I, I typically, the best sermons I preach are the sermons that the Holy Spirit has taught me, grown me in, stretched me in. I've navigated those waters, and that sermon and series becomes much more personal when I'm sharing the areas that the Lord is advancing me in. And then number four are what are the obvious symptoms within the church body and our world around us. And so this past fall, this one's available on deanhawk.com, of course, for free. But this past fall, I did one called Soul Power. 
And that was all on um, the impact of COVID coming out of a global pandemic, the PTSD that had onset of of most of our people that they're tired, they're run down, they're emotionally drained. And how do we respond to that? In the middle of the COVID crisis, when we were in lockdown, I adjusted to what was going on in our world around us and taught a message on faith in a crisis. How do we function in faith in a crisis? In June of of 20, when we're having uh, racial um, uh, tensions and social injustices happening around our country, I taught a sermon called Healing the Great Divide. What is going on? What needs to be said and voiced, and that our people need to hear a God view, a God perspective on how to function and to live in this realm. Then another great area that uh, leads and guides me is just communication and polling from my staff and my leadership, that I'm asking my pastors, I'm asking my my elders, um, what does our church family need to hear? Where are you seeing that they're hurting, that they're lacking? What areas do they need to grow and to be strengthened in? And if it's finances and and contributions are down and it just seems like we hit a flat spot, might be a perfect time to do a three to five week sermon series on the generosity of God. And then number six, um, what books have you been reading and have been ministering to you? I read a book this past fall, and I read the book almost four times. It had that much of an impact on me. Well, it was the foundation for my Christmas series, that what God had ministered to me through that book and the wisdom and the insights and and, and counsel that came from that helped mold and shape my Christmas series called Joy to the World. And we'll be getting that out. That's my watch going off, and that was Siri talking, if you heard that. All right. Then uh, number seven, is there a book of the Bible that you've been drawn to study and teach on? That typically what I find is um, versus just uh, reading chapter by chapter, book by book by book by book, a lot of times I will just settle in on the Gospel of John, and the Lord will have me read and reread that book for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks, and just marinate on that. And what I have found personally, I usually do a book of the Bible series for our summer series. It helps because I'm going to be gone a couple Sundays there, and it kind of helps us chart out and map out with the other pastors that are going to be teaching. It's a little bit easier to map as you're going through a book of the Bible and mapping it by chapters and verses and who's covering what. But uh, I find that typically, like I've been circling in the book of 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John, and uh, I'm high, very high percentage. I've not done a series on this yet, but I'm going to do a series come uh, late spring, early summer on um, uh, John John 1, 2, and 3. And so I just kind of marinate on that and write down what I've seen, studying on that, meditating on that. What are the themes that I see in here? Um, I would say it's for me personally, 
but then it also is for the development of a sermon series as well. And then here's a here's a biggie. This one works really, really well. Take a survey of your church membership. Use uh, one of the online companies like SurveyMonkey. But here's what I'm going to ask, ask you not to do. Don't put out a survey that says, what would you like to hear me teach on? Because uh, you will get end times, end times. I want to know about end times. And uh, I'm not sure, but I, I, I don't know about you, but I am not going to do a series on the end times. There's too many interpretations, and it does not necessarily change or impact my life today and going to work or school on Monday and how I live for Jesus then. It's intriguing. It's interesting. But here are the questions that you can ask. Develop key questions that will give you a pulse of your congregation. And so I would ask questions like, name three of your greatest challenges or struggles that you're facing right now. And so I'm going to get them just three blanks. They fill it in, parenting, um, marriage, um, depression, whatever that is. And when I see a theme coming, uh, when you collect all of that data, I'm going to tell you what, you don't need a sign from God. You now know what you need to feed and to minister because the people have shared their symptoms. Another question I would ask in that survey would be this. If you could ask God one question, what would you ask? If you could ask God one question, what would you ask? We're actually going to do this, and I'm going to entitle it God Questions. God questions. And so steal the idea, preach it before I do. I think it'll be an intriguing series. And then another question ask, what area of spiritual growth and development do you feel the most vulnerable or weak? Where where do you where do you see you're coming up short? I just don't have a lot of faith and I, I really don't have much peace. Well, now you're once again identifying topics that your body needs to hear you teach on. And then the last question I would ask is what questions do you have about the Bible? Then you as a pastor can develop a sermon series based on those questions, based on those themes. And so you are going to have more than enough material if you'll just pace out some of these questions and get some feedback from the people. I want to encourage you on this. You have greater wisdom and greater insight than you give yourself credit for. Because I know the way I feel, and I will be teaching on a subject that I don't feel very experienced or have a lot of knowledge or wisdom on, or it feels a little bit above me, and I feel intimidated. I'm like, I have to go and find something. I have to find a theologian. I need to find a good book. You know what the Spirit of God is challenging me? And I think He's challenging you as well. If you'll sit at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, this this area, whatever the subject matter is, how do I teach it? What do the people need? Where can I take from your scriptures and from the word of God, how can I teach them and grow them in this area? And so before you dig in and reading commentaries and and whatnot, dig in and go to the source. First John says, of course, I've been there in chapter 2 and verse 20 and 27. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Lean in on the Spirit of God that wrote the living Word of God and ask Him for insight on how to communicate 
and to make the scriptures come alive to your people. And then take advantage of sermon resources. Take advantage of deanhawk.com, all of our sermons, PowerPoints, outlines, handouts, uh, video bumpers, all of that is available for free. I encourage you to take advantage of that. There's other sermon resources like sermoncentral.com that you can get a nationwide splattering of all kinds of insights and wisdom from different people teaching on the same passages of scriptures or topics. And then I would encourage you on this, never be afraid to repeat, repeat, repeat. I know when I was in the parenting process, I didn't tell my two-year-old or my three-year-old one time, this is how four-year-old probably until they learned to tie their shoe, I didn't show them one time and say, now get it, you're done. It's repetition, repetition, repetition. And I know that in my own life, I know the story of love, of God's love. I know faith. I know the peace of God, but I can still be encouraged and grown in my faith and my walk with God as I hear. And faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So God bless you in this new year and planning out and mapping out your rest of your sermon series for the year. God bless you. We'll see you next month. And next month, we're going to be talking about happy staff and healthy church. See you on February 15th. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.